Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Meseches Tainus has been dedicated by Mr. Aaron Zweig, Le'iloi Nishmas Reb Shimon ben Nechemyah Halevi. The Gemara Meseches Tainus on Dafchav Dalid tells us the story with Reb Yaisi Bar Avin. The Reb Yaisi Bar Avin used to learn by Reb Yaisi Minyukras. One day he left him and he came to learn before of Ashi. One day he heard him that he was saying, Amar Shmuel HaShayla Dag Menayam B'Shabbos he heard that Rav Ashi was saying that the Din Mishem Shmuel, that if someone takes a fish from the ocean on Shabbos, as soon as the fish dries up the amount of a Sela coin, he is Chayev on Shabbos. Omar Lai said to him, Mar Sampirov. So Rav Yesi Bar Avin said to Rav Ashi, Why don't you modify the statement that this halacha is only applicable? If the area which dries up is between the fins of the fish. Amar Leitz, Rav Ashi asked, Rabbi Yaisi Bar Avin, why are you quoting this as if it's your own statement? Don't you know that it's Rabbi Yaisi Ben Rabbi Avin who said this halacha? Amar Leitz, he said, it is I. I am Rabbi Yaisi Bar Avin, and I'm telling you the halacha that I hold, that in order for the Bichayim on Shabbos, the Shailat Dag Menayam, it has to dry up the amount of a cell of a dafka, in between the fins of the fish. Now Rashi learns over here in Masechtas Tainis that the chiv of removing a fish from the ocean is because of the av malacha of netilas deshama, of killing, taking away a life. Like we learned in Masechtas Shabbos and Afayin Gimel Amit Aleph, one of the 39 avais malachis is Hashaychdai, one who slaughters an animal. And Rashi Masechta Shabbos echoes this as well. On Daf Kuf Zayin on the base, he says, Shaila Dag Menayam, the Chiev is for Natilas Neshama. And so Paskins the Rambam in Hilcha Shabbos, Perikit Aleph, Halach Aleph, Hashaychet Chayev, someone who slaughters an animal is Chayev on Shabbos. The Lay Shaychet Bovad, the Rambam says, this is not only applicable to actual Shechita, Elaka Naital Neshama, Leachon Mikomine Chayo Behema, the Aif, the Dag, the Sharetz. Anyone who takes a life from an animal, from a bird, or a sheretz, or a fish, either way, he is chayiv. L'fikah the Ram ends off, dag If someone removed a fish from a container of water, chayiv. And he left it there till it died, he is chayiv. But the animal does not have to die in order for him to be chayiv. chayiv. As long as it dried up the amount of a cellar between its fins, he is chayiv, because the Rambam says, Because at that point, the fish, even if it's thrown back into the ocean, it cannot survive any longer. If so, we see that both Rashi and the Rambam hold the chiv of Shaila Dagmanayam is a chiv for Natilas Neshama. However, the Yushalmi in the Sechta Shabbos, in Periklal Gadol, on Daf Memches on the Beis, in the Daf Yushalmi, says, Rabbanon the Kisrin Amrin, the Rabbanon from Kisri said, Anyone who catches a fish, or any time we remove something from its source of life, one transgresses the Av Malacha of reaping. The same way one is Chayv when he reaps produce in a field and he severs it from its life source. Who then if someone removes a fish from the water, he is chayev for the melacha of kaitzer. And this is how the Pnei understands the Yushalmi. He says, 
You're removing something from its source of where it's living. The Pashas of the Rambam and Rashi, that they say by Shaila Dagman Ayam, the Chiyav is for Natilas Neshama, and the fact they do not say the Chiyav is for Kaitar, it is Mashma that they understand that the Bavli argues with the Yushalmi in this Nakuda. And according to Rashi and the Rambam, the Bavli holds, however, when one removes fish from the ocean, he is not Chayav for the Malacha of Kaitar. And this, as well, is the Mahalach of the Ramban, Mesef the Shabbos, and Dafkuf Zayin Beis, and the Rajba as well. The Egle Tal, in Malachas Kaitzer, in Eish Chavav, writes, Araya, that the Babli argues with Yishalmi on this Nakuda, is from the fact that the Babli says when one removes a fish from the ocean, he is only Chayiv once it dries up the amount of a sella in between its fins, because then it has reached a point of no return, it cannot live any longer. If the Bavli would agree with you, Shalmi, that the Chiv of Shaila Dagman Ayam is a Chiv because you removed something, you're a Mavdulit, you separated it from its life source, if so, there should be no reason that one would have to wait until Yavish by Kesela to be Chayiv. As soon as one removes the fish from the Yam, he was Mavdulit from its life source, and one would be Chayiv right away. From the fact that the barley has this tanai, they are only chayiv once it's yavish bekesela, from that itself, Zakta Egli Talazaraya, that the barley argues with Yushalmi on this nikuda. The Karen Ayra Mesech the Shabbos on the Afkuf Zayin Amabez brings this raya as well, that from here we see that the barley argues with Yushalmi. Now the Rishayim and Mesech the Shabbos come to explain. Why indeed does the Bavli not agree with the Svar of the Yushalmi that Shaila Dagman Ayam should be Nishayev for the Malach of Kaitzer being Mavdal something from its Makamachias? The Rishayim say that the Bavli holds that Kaitzer is limited only to something which actually grows from the ground. Similar to the concept that we find by the Malach of Disha when it comes to threshing, that the Din is Ein Disha Ela Begdulei Karka. So who had in the Bavli hold as well, Kitsira is limited only to something which actually grows from the ground. The Yushalmi, however, argues at this point with the Bavli, and the Yushalmi holds that since the site of the Malach of Kitsira is being Mavdal something from its Makam Chiyas, Imkain Huadin, therefore the same thing applies with Lakichas Dagman Ayam, since you're removing it from its Makam Achiyas, there's a Chiyas Visham Kaitsa according to the Yushalmi. That the Yushalmi, in the Sefer Shabbos in Paraklal Gadol, further on, on the Afnun Beis, on the Beis, Bedafe Yushalmi, says that if someone milks an animal on Shabbos, he is Chayim Mishim Kaiser Shabbos, he is Chayim for the Melacha of reaping on Shabbos. The Karben Eda explains, because the Yushalmi holds, any time that you're Mavdal something, you separate something from its Makam Chiyas, there's a Chayim Mishim Kaiser. However, the Bavli Mesech the Shabbos, on the Tzadi Heom and Aleph says, Someone who milks a cow is not chayef for the Malach of Kaitzer, but rather he's chayef for the Malach of Mefarik, which is a told of Dash, a told of the Malach of Threshing. Because over here as well, you are separating the Eichel, the Chalav, from the Makam where it was Niskasa, the Makam where the Eichel was covered over. The Gilean Hashas over there in the Yushalmi explains that the Yushalmi and the Bavli go Lushitasam. The Yushalmi that holds that whenever you're Mavdul something from its Makam Chiyas, there is a Chiyah Mishim Kaitzer. Therefore, Huadin, for milking a cow, you're removing the Chala from its Makam Chiyusa. Therefore, there's a Chiyah Mishim Kaitzer. However, the Bavli that says that Chaylev is Chayiv only Mishim Mefarik 
is because the Babli Lishitase holds that the Chiyah of Kaitzer is only when your Iker Davar Migidulai, something which is actually growing from the ground and you're severing it from the ground. Therefore, by Chaylev as well, there is no Chiyah Mishim Kaitzer, and the only Chiyah that there is is Mishim Dash. Now, Rashi over there in Mesechta Shabbos on Daft Tzadihei explains that Chaylev, the Chiyah, is Mishim Afarik, which is a tolda of Dash. Rashi over there bavarns that is to Amri, someone is saying that there's a Chiyah Mishim Kaitzer. The Rashi says, Alessa, it's not true, because since the Chol is not Mechubar to the animal, but rather Pakid, the Akavikai, Batini Haddad, Kikash Bitvua, but rather it's just covered over like Kash and Tvua. Therefore, there is no Chiyav Mishim Kaitzer. And the Gilin Ashas over there in Yishalmi explains what Rashi means to say is because the milk is not actually Mechubar to the animal, therefore it cannot be called Gidule Karka, and therefore there is no Chiyav Katsira. However, Lafizad is a big Kash over here, because if it's not considered Gidule Karka, because it's not Mechubar to the animal, if so, how come there's a chiv of mefarik? Mefarik, we know, is a told of dash. And dash as well is a din of ein disha, ela begedulei karka. So mimanushach, if it's not considered that the chalav is mechubar to the animal, and therefore there cannot be no chiv for katira, if so, how can there be a chiv of disha? <coughs> we know by disha as well there's a din of ein disha, ela begedulei karka. A similar question the Mechasrenuch asks on the Rambam. The Rajvah is medayik in the Shittas HaRambam. The Rambam writes, Someone who is haishit yadai, taich mei behema, Someone who sticks his hand inside the insides of an animal. Ve'akar avlad, and he removes the baby. Chayim mishum netilas neshama, he is chayim for the malacha of netilas neshama. Ve'loy mishum kaitzer, but he is not chayim for the malacha of kaitzer. The Milchas Chinoch asks, in Malachas Kaitzer, even if we'll say that the Shittas HaRambam is Kaitzer is only by Gedulei Karka, and therefore there is no Chi of Kaitzer by something which is not Gedulei Karka, but the Shittas Rambam is that an animal is considered Gedulei Karka. And the Svara behind that is, since the animal is Nizayin from the Karka, therefore it's Nechsha Gedulei Karka. And a Raya that we must say that that is the Shittas Rambam, because the Rambam Shittah is Ein Disha Ela Gedulei Karka, that the Chiyah for threshing is only applicable to something which is Gedulei Karka, and yet the Rambam Paskin, someone who milks an animal on Shamis, is Chayyah for the Molochah Mefarik, which is a told of Dash. So Al-Karchach, the Rambam understands that it's considered Disha Gedulei Karka. It must be because the animal is Nizayin from the Karka, therefore it's considered Gedulei Karka. If so, Frechtim and why would the Rambam not hold that when someone removes the vlad from the animal, he should be higher for kaitzer because he's being kaitzer something that's gedulei karka? So the stipler Masech the Shabbos in Simon Nud wants to be mechalik shat in the Rambam, and I'll pee the side of the stipler in the Rambam. We can answer the Divrei Rashi as well. So at the stipler, there's a tremendous distinction between melachas disha, there's a din that it needs gedulei karka, to melachas ketsira. There's a din that it needs Gedulei Karka. The stipler says, Malachas Dash is always by something which is not anymore attached to the ground. The Hainu, what is Disha? When you thrash the Tfua. When the Tfua has already been severed from the ground, it is brought to the granary, and over there, the Tfua is thrashed. Disha inherently always applies, is always done with something which grew from the ground, but is not yet still attached to the ground. Therefore, as far as Disha Bikdulei Karka is concerned, 
any balchai, which saif gal saif, is nizayin from the karka, grows from the ground, because it's nizayin from the ground, could be under the t'nai of disha b'gedulei karka. Masha'enkin zak the stifler, the aside of melachas kaitzer, of reaping, is dafka with something which was actually attached to the ground. And consider the act of tzira as the act of severing it from its connection to the ground. So therefore the stifler says when it comes to katira, an animal, as much as it is nizayim from the ground, but since at the end of the day it is not actually attached to the ground, so as far as the malachas katira is concerned, it does not satisfy the requirements of gedulei karka. So coming back to answer Rashi, we can answer Rashi ke'en, the mahalach of the stifler in the Rambam. However, there's a drop of a shinoi between the Rambam and Rashi. Rashi will hold that as far as disha is concerned, Milky an animal is considered disha b'gedulei karka. Because since saif gal saif, the animal is nizayin from the ground, therefore, as far as g'dulei karka, b'negea disha is concerned, that suffices. However, as far as k'tsira is concerned, there is a little bit of a shinoi between Rashi and the Rambam. Where the Rambam held that by an animal we cannot talk about k'tsira, because k'tsira means dafka, something which is actually attached to the ground, Rashi held that if the chalav would be mechubber to the animal, since an animal is considered gedulei karka, that would suffice as far as being aiker davar me gedulei karka to be considered the chalav the malacha of katira. Rashi just says that as far as that is concerned, since the chalav is not actually mechubber to the animal, therefore it cannot be considered the chalav the malacha of katira. Now, Reb Tzvi Pesach Frank, in Shail Shushuvah's Har Tzvi, Arachayim Simen Kuf Tzadi Dalid, talks about a very interesting question. When someone has a fish tank, which he has in his house for the night, for the be- for beauty, he has the fish swimming around, and the Metzius is he has small fish that give birth, that have small eggs. Now, the Metzius is that when these small eggs come out, the larger eggs go ahead and eat up the small fish, and if they're not protected, they will be consumed. And the question that was asked was, is a mutter on Shabbos to remove the large fish out of the tank and to place them into a different kli on Shabbos and Yantiv? The Hartzvi says that it would seem to him that it should be Tali in the Machlaikas, the Babli and the Yushalmi that we've been discussing. That according to the Babli, that the Issa of removing a fish from the Yam, Dafka needs the Tnai of Yavesh Kasela, that a fish has to be dried out the amount of a sella in between its fins, because only in such a case will it die, and therefore it's considered netilas neshama. So in this scenario where you're just taking the fish out of the fish tank, and right away you're throwing it into another bucket of water, it would seem that there is no concern according to the Bavli. However, according to the Yushalmi, that the site of the Isser, of Shaila Dagman Ayam, is Kaitzer, the fact that you're severing something from its source of life, that itself falls under the category of reaping, if so, it should not be told in Yavesh Kesela, and therefore it would seem to be us according to the Yishalmi. However, he says, since we paskin like the Bavli, that the aside of the Isser is because of the Tilas Neshama, so it would seem to be that this should be mutter to be done on Shabbos. However, he writes afterwards that though we've taken care of the concern of Natilas Neshama, but there still is a different problem, that perhaps this is Aser because of the problem of Muktza, that the fish is considered Muktza. And he says, well, maybe it should be Mutter to do it, Is this considered a Hafsid or not? The Prima Garden writes in Simon Shin Tezayin, 
that to take a fish from a chavish al and to place it right away into another utensil is mutter ayde akum if he's concerned that the fish will die and the water will be nifsad. And therefore the Hatsfi says we have to know is this considered a hefsimaruba to akaponim be able to imater it ayde amir akum. The Gemara continues there of Ashi asked Rabbi Yaisi ben Rabbi Avin, if you are Rabbi Yaisi ben Rabbi Avin, what are you doing here? Weren't you learning till now by Rabbi Yaisi ben Yukras? So he replied, yes. He said, if so, why did you come to me? Why did you leave your Rabbi, Rabbi Yaisi ben Yukras? So he said that a person who did not have Rachmanes on his own son and his own daughter, will he have Rachmanes on me? And the Gemara tells us the story that transpired. What was the story where he did not have Rachmanes on his own son? Gemara tells us that one day he had workers who were hired in the field and it was getting late and he did not yet bring them bread to eat. So the workers said to the son of Rabbi Yaisim and Yukras, we're very hungry. They were sitting under a fig tree and Rabbi Yaisim and Yukras said, Te'ena, te'ena, fig tree, fig tree, give out your fruits, that my father's workers should be able to eat. Gemara tells us that a miracle happened and the fig tree produced fruits. And in the meanwhile, Rabbi Yaisimin Yukras came back and arrived. He told the workers, please do not be upset with me. The reason why I came so late is because I was involved in a mitzvah. And they told him no reason to be concerned. They told him the whole story how his son had produced the figs of the fig tree. At that point, Rabbi Yaisimin Yukras turned to his son and he said, Ata es kainacha, you were Matriach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to run this world B'darach HaTava. And you were Matriach Him to make a nace, to bring out fruits in their improper time. Ye'asif Shalei you will be gathered in, in your improper time. The Gemara tells us further the story with his daughter, that he had a daughter who was exceedingly beautiful. One day he saw a man peering through a fence, taking a look at her. And he said to the man, what's going on? He said, Rabbi, if I was not Zaycha to marry her, let me at least be Zaychet to see her. So he turned to his daughter and he said, My daughter, you're being Mitzar people. Go back to your dirt and people should not be Nikshal in Herhura Avera because of you. Now it's very hard to understand these stories. We're not talking about simple people, talking about great Amiroim, Tanoim. And if you'll say that over here was something improper, so why did the Gemara write this down and tell us this? It will be a question of Lashon Hara. The Das Taira, Rabbi Yochum Lubavitz, explains the Pshan this Gemara in Dvarim Chelek Beis in Parshas Kiseitzei, Daf Hei Aleph in the Daf Sefer. He says, Chalila to think that these stories came about Mitaych Anach Zarius, that he was indifferent and he did not care about his own children. He says the exact opposite is true. Rabbi Yaisi Min Yukras was a true loving father who really loved his children. Ahavam Ahava Azam Aid. Tremendous love he had for them. But because Rabbi Yaisimin Yukras understood what is chait, and he understood what is the schar of Alam Hava, which is Nitchiyaz, which is for all eternity, for Netzach Nitzachim, and how this world is just a joke compared to the endless schar that a person will get in Alam Hava, he wanted his children to be Zaychat to the ultimate good. And that's where these Maisim were coming from, that's where this Hanhaga was coming from. And the reason why his Talmud left him was because he felt he would not be able to stand on such a level, being in the place of Rabbi Yaisim in Yukras. But Uncle Panim Mitzad Rabbi Yaisim in Yukras, that what the Gemara is coming to teach us. Now what the Gemara is coming to teach us, it would seem according to Rabbi Rucham, 
Of course, to do actually the same type of anagra of Yesim and Yukras, that's not something which we're holding by. But still the basic idea that a true doing good for one's child is to give him and provide him that will turn out to a person who will be zeichet to chayim nitzchiyim, to the world of all eternity, the eternal schar, that is true love for a child. Gemara tells us another story with Elazar Ishbirta that whenever the Gabay Tzedakah would see him, they would run away from him and they would hide from him. The Cholmai Dahava Gabay Yav Lehu. Because whatever he would have, he would give to the Gabay Tzedakah. The Gemara tells us one day he went up to the Shuk in order to buy an Adunya for his daughter, and the Gabay Tzedakah saw him, Tashim Minein, they hid from him. He saw them hiding, he went running after them. And he told him, Ashbesichu, I make you swear, Bemayaskisu. Tell me, what are you involved with now? They told him, we're involved now with the Yasim and the Yasima, who have no one to provide for them, for their chasana. Amalani he said to them, Ha'avayda, I swear, She'ein kaidim and Labiti, they have kadima before my own daughter. He took everything that he owned, everything that he had, and he gave it to them. Pashulei Chadzuza, all that was left to him was one Zuz. The Gevurah Sari over here asks a very strong question. The Gemara Mesatus Ksubis on Afnun Amar Alf teaches us, Amar Revila, Revila says, Ba'usha Eskinu, in Usha they were Mesakin, Hamevazvez, Al Yevazvez, Yaisemichaimish. Even if someone wants to give tremendous amounts, Rashi says, to Aniyim, the din is he's not allowed to give more than a Chaimish. If so, how is Allah Ishibirta allowed to give away everything that he owned? Ukhari is transgressing the Takanas Usha, which says that a person is not allowed to give more than a Chaimish. The Ben Yayada is bothered by this similar question, and the Ben Yayada says that Elazar Ishbirtusa was actually Bimea Tanoim. He lived in the days of the Tanoim, before the Takanas Usha. Achorinim bring a riot to this that he is the Tana, which is mentioned in Perke Avis, in Paragimel Mishnah Zion, Rabbi Elazar Ishbirtusa Aimer. Rabbi Lazar Ishbartusa would say, Ten lay mishalai, give HaKadosh Baruch Hu back that which is rightfully his. She'ata v'shalcha shalayhu. Because you and everything that you own belongs to Hashem. V'chein b'david hu and so it says, a pasuk by David HaMelech, Ki mimicha kail miyadcha nasnulach. If so, he was a Noah Deresh v'noah mekayim, and he always would say this memra, that give HaKadosh Baruch Hu because everything belongs to him anyways, and therefore he would give everything that he had to Tzedakah. However, the Gvur Sari who asks the question, he holds that the Elazar Ishbirta of our Sugya was someone else, was someone from the days of the Meirayim, who lived after the Takanas Usha. And therefore he asks, how is he allowed to give away everything he owned? He's transgressing the Takanas Usha. The Gvur Sari takes this a step further. He says the Yishalmi in the beginning of the first parak of Peya says that there was a story with Rabbi Yeshevav. Sha'amar v'chilek es kol nechasav l'aniyim. He stood up and he gave away all his nechasim to the aniyim. Sha'alach ha'rem gamliyah. Rabbi Gamliel sent him a message. Hari amr chaymesh me nechasav l'mitzvah. That the halacha is that one is supposed to give only a fifth from his nechasim to a mitzvah. Over there the Yishami asks, V'rabbi Gamliel lav kaidim takanas u'shaya? Wasn't Rabbi Gamliel before takanas u'shaya? The Yushalmi answers, Really, this halacha began from before the days of Usha. Then it was forgotten, and when they came along in Usha, they reinstituted the original Takana. So if so, even if, if even before Takana's Usha, this Takana was applicable, how is Allah's Ishbir Taisa 
allowed to give away everything that he had to the Aniyam. You cannot say perhaps he would only give to the Gamet Staka things that he actually had in his hands at that moment, but it still was not more than a fifth from his Nechassim. Number one, he says, if so, why would the Gabet Staka hide from him if that was the case? And number two, from the fact that he told his daughter after the nace happened that they found out that the little tfua that he had bought in the marketplace with the remaining zuz had increased to a tremendous amount, he told his daughter, You have no more rights to it than any other of the anim of Kal Yisrael. So over there it's Muchach. Obviously, they were Aniyim. It must be he gave everything that he had to Tzedakah. And if so, it is still Shver the Kasha. How is he allowed to be Iver on Takanas Usha? The Gvur Sari says that if you look in the Rambam in the Sechtas Peya, the Rambam writes, La yiten chasidus. One is not supposed to give away Tzedakah more than a Chaymish. If not, then he's doing it Mimidas Chasidus. According to the Rambam, it would answer this story of Elazar Ishbritaisa, that a person is allowed to give more than a Chaymish. However, the Gurusari says that the words of the Rambam are really a Tzarech in Gadol, because the Gemara Masech des Ksuvis on Dafnunam and Aleph is clearly mashma that there's an Isser to give more than a Chaymish. The Lashon of the Takan is Hamavazvez, Al Yavazvez Yaisimi Chaymish. A person is not allowed to give more than a Chaymish. And the Gemara and Ksuvis as well. And Afsamchzainabez brings down a story that when Marukva died, he went ahead and he was Mavazbez, half of his Nechasim to Aniyim, and over there the Gemara asks, What about Takanas Usha? And the Gemara answers, Well, Achar Misa is different. If the Ramah was correct, then Mitzam Midas Chasidas, one is allowed to give more than a Chaimish. What was the Gemara and Ksuis's question on Marukva to begin with? Elamite is Mashma, not like the Rambam, and a Chver on the Rambam from these Sugas. And if so, how do we understand this story with Elazar Ishbritaisa? So the truth is that really, in the Shittas HaRambam, we really find this stira on the Rambam himself, from this that he writes in Mishnayis on Peya, to the Divriya Rambam in the end of Hilchas Erechin. The Rambam in the very end of Hilchas Erechin writes, A person should never be makdish and give away all his nechasim. This is not considered a derech of chasidus. This is considered foolish. Anyone who wants to be mafazer his money when it comes to mitzvahs should not give away more than a fifth. So on the one hand, we have the Rambam in Pirish Mishnayis and Peyu says that more than a fifth is commendable, it's considered Mimidas Chasidus, and yet the Rambam himself in Saifilchus Erechin says, this is not Chasidus, this is rather a Shtus. The Tairas Zeroim, on Masechus Peah, in Perak Aleph Mishnah Aleph, in Divriya Maschul, Gemilus Chasadim, says a most beautiful explanation to explain the Shittas HaRambam. And with the aside of what the Tairas Zeroim uses to answer up the Shittas HaRambam, we could apply it as well to answer up the question of the Gvur Zari on the Anhaga of Elazar Ishbertaisa. The Tairas Ram says that if you look in the Lashon HaYushalmi, Mesechtas Peya, the Lashon of the Yushalmi is, Amar Eishlakish B'Shem Reb Yaisi B'Reb Chanina. Eishlakish said, Over B'Shem Reb Yaisi B'Reb Chanina. Be'usha Nimnu She'adam Mafresh Chaymesh Menechasav L'Mitzvah. In Usha they made a Takana, that a person should be mafresh, a fifth of his nechassim, with tzarech a mitzvah. He says the Yishalmi does not mention anything about the iser 
of going more than a chaimish. But rather, the Lashon Yishalmi is mashma, the focus of Takanas Usha is that a person should be mafish al kapanim, a fifth of Enzachasim, for a mitzvah min amuvchar. Le'idach Gisa, on the other hand, the Bavli Ksubas on the afternoon is mashma, the exact opposite. That the Iker Takana, the focus was on the Isr Shabai. Al Yavazvev, Yaisimi Chaimish. if a person wants to give away a lot, however, he's not supposed to give away more than a fifth. The Bavli does not mention the site of the Yishalmi that there's a Takana, the Dafkati Mafrish, a fifth. The Tairis Ram therefore wants to say that perhaps the Bavli and the Yishalmi do not argue with each other. That by Emes, there were two separate Takanas that happened in Usha. And both the Yishalmi and Bavli are talking about two different cases. The Yishalmi is talking about a case where Ani comes in front of a person and he asks, over there, the din is that a person should give a fifth of his nechassim. And as far as this case is concerned, as far as the Yishalmi is concerned, to give more than a fifth would be allowed. But however, he's not mechiv to give more than a fifth. He should give a fifth but Be'etan Yishalmi holds, if he wanted to give more than a fifth, over here it would be a Midas Chasidus to give more than a fifth, since the Ani is here standing in front of you with his Tzairach, with his need, it's Kaimi Aniyim, therefore Midas Chasidus would be to give even more. Masha'enken, the din of the Bavli, of Al-Yavadiz Yaisim of Takanas Usha, that is an entirely different Takana. That's talking about where there is no specific Ani now in front of us who needs the money. Just a person by himself wants to go ahead and designate money that it should be in the yochid set aside when ani when anim come around or for other mitzvahs. On that there is a takanas usha of al yavazes yosemichaimish. A person is not allowed to give away more than a chaimish. The Torah's Rome says that it's even midrik this way because the Bavli, when it talks about the takanas usha, brings down a pasuk by Yaakov Avinu to prove this din. The Yaakov Avinu said kol asher titen li. Aser asrenulach. Everything that you give to me, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, I will be miyachid a chaimish for you. That is talking about Yaakovin was saying. As soon as he has money, he'll set aside a fifth l'tzarich mitzvahs. Hashemk and the Bali is not talking about the same case of the Yishalmi, where actual ani is in front of us who needs the money. So, according to this, we can answer the steer in the Rambam as well. In Perek Zayim Matnasaniyim in Hilchus Saka. Where the Ram does not bring down the Isra of giving more than a Chaimish, but rather all he says is that if an Ani comes in front of a person, he should mafrish a fifth, that's because over there, Mitzamidis Chasidis, he is allowed to give more. The Rambam therefore does not bring down over there the Lach of Al Yavadis but rather he just brings down, like Yushalmi had said, that Mitzamidamuchar is to give a fifth. Ashenkin the Rambam in the end of Hilchas Erechen is talking about a person Stamazai is being machrim his nechasav wants to give away his nechasim and designated for mitzvahs. On that the Rambam writes that is aser that is not considered a chasidus but rather is considered a shtus it's considered a foolish act. According to his side of the Torah Zeroim we could come back to our sugya and answer up our sugya and in fact it's meduyik our Gemara says that whenever Allah is birta would see the Gabbait Staka, he would run to them and ask them, what are they busy with? It's Meduyik that the only time that he gave away all his money, when actually the Bali Staka were there and they were busy with something, then he would go ahead and give away all his money. However, he didn't say that whenever he met the Gabbait Staka, he would just give them all his money and say, just give this to whatever you will have in the future, any needs in the future. It's very Meduyik like the Torah Ram. Only after he asked the Gabbait Staka, what are you busy with? 
And it was a situation of Kaimi Aniyim. And the Tzarek was here right now. Over there, he was allowed to go ahead and give away even more than a Chaimish. And in fact, it's very Meduik as well in Rashi. Rashi explains in the Siga later, when he found out that his entire Eitzer was full of Tfuah, he says he gives away everything. Rashi says, why did he give away everything? Because he did not want to be Nana from a Maisa Nisan. And the question is, what forced Rashi to say that that was the reason why he gave away everything? Don't we see that Stamazai, the Anhag of Elazar, Ishbirta, was always to give away everything he had? According to the Tayyar's Ram, it fits him beautifully. Because this whole hat that he had is only in a situation when there's an actual Tzairich in front of us. But over there, where he just was Makdashit, designated generally for Aniyam, when Aniyam will have a Tzairich, over there, there is no hatter to give away everything. And therefore, Rashi says, obviously, the Pshan over here, why he gave away everything, was because of the new halacha of Asali Hanais Mimais and Nisan. The Gemara told us that Elazish Virta had one remaining Zuz. He bought with it Chiti, some wheat, and he threw it in a place to store the wheat. Asi Devisu, his wife, came, Amrullah Labrate, and she said to Elazish Virta's daughter, What did your father bring you? She said to her, I do not know, but I know that anything that he brought, he threw into this shed. So she went and she tried to open up the door of the shed, and she saw the entire shed was full with wheat, and it was so packed she wasn't even able to open up the door. She said to Elazar, Look what the one who loves you has performed for you. And he told her, I'm giving away everything to the Aniyim, and your rights to it are only ke'echad me'aniyah Yisrael. And Rashi says the reason why he gave away everything was because it was a Maisa Nisim. And we've learned earlier on Dafchaf HaMabayz, Im Aisim Lai Neis, Menachem Lai Mishchi Yaisav, Memeilat is forbidden to be Nana from a Maisa Nisim. Asks the Birchus Avram, where does it say anything on Dafchaf HaMabayz that it's usher to have pleasure from a Nase? Well, Chayra the Gemara previously on Chafam of Beis merely states that it's asr for a person to be maimed himself, the makim sakana, because thereby the only way he'll be saved is through anais, and through that it'll be menakle mischli yisav. But after anais is already performed, where does it say anything that it's asr to go ahead and be nana from the maisa nisim afterwards? The Berchus Avram says, well, perhaps we do see a riot to this concept that Rashi says. And the Gemara later on in the story on Dafchav Dalet Amabez, where there's a story with Ramari brother by Shmuel who said that he was standing by Nahar Papa and he saw angels who had the appearance of sailors. They were bringing things and they were making it into flour. Everyone came to buy and he said, don't buy from here because it's a Nisim. So over there, from there we see this concept that it's also to be Nene from Maisa Nisim as well. The MS is that there's really a bit of a stira between the two Rashis. Rashi on Dafchav Dalad Amad Aleph, in this story with the Laza Ishbirta, says, The reason why he gave everything away was because it is forbidden to be Nene from Maisa Nisim. However, Rashi on Dafchav Dalad Amad Beis, by the story of the ship, does not write that it's forbidden to be Nene from Maisa Nisim, but rather Rashi says, with that which is actually Srachik from Maisa Nisim, is It is better to stay away from something which is Maisanisim, not to take pleasure from it. Which is Mashmet, there is no real Isser involved. It's just a question of better to stay away. So we have a steer between the two Rashis. Is there an Isser to be Nanami Maisanisim? Or is it just an Indian to stay away from it? 
The Mitzvah's Eisan is also bothered by this question. He brings down Mishnah the Mitzvah's David, a Teretz, to answer the stira between the two Rashis. And he says, when we're talking about a Yachid, an individual, over there there's an actual Iser to be Nene from a Maisanisim, and therefore by the story with Elazar Ishbirta, where there was a nace that happened to an individual, therefore he said that one cannot be Nene from it because there's a true Iser. However, the Sigyon Chavdal on the base is talking about that the entire Tzibur was coming to be able to buy Tua, and a nace was performed by these angels who turned the stuff into Tua. Over there, there's just an Indian Leharchik to stay away from a Maisanais, but there is no real Isser involved. According to the Mahalach of the Metsudas David, we can answer a question that the Achreinim ask. The Achreinim ask a question, if indeed there's an Isser to be Nana from a Maisanisim, so how is Klal Yisrael allowed to be Nana from the mum that fell every day in the desert, and then Be'eri Shal Miriam, these were all Nisim, and after all, Asr Hanais be Maisanisim. According, however, to the approach of the Metsudas David, it's Miyoshev. That since he says that when it comes to a tzibor, me'ikar adin, there is no iser, it's just better to stay away from it when possible. Over there, it was a situation where that was the only food they had, and therefore there was no problem for the tzibor to be nana from the nisim. There's an interesting chua from Ramaisha and Igris Maisha Arachayim, Chalik Bey, Simon Kuf Yud Aleph, where he brings a raya from Arsuya, Benegea Halachul Maisa. The question that was asked to Ramaisha was, is it right for a person to buy a life insurance policy? And is it a chesarnan bitachin if he goes in and buys one? So Ramesha writes, as far as the issue of bitachin, he says it's not any different than any mischar that a person does, any type of business that a person engages in, which is not a chesarnan bitachin. On the one hand, he understands that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Afilhach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells a person that a person is obligated to do some sort of ishtadlis. If anything Ramesha says over here, we would say that there's an Isser to be Semech And it's Asa to be Nen, I mean, Maisenisim. Like he says, like the Gemara in Tainis says on Dafchav Dalit. So he says, Adarabah, with this that will purchase a life insurance policy, and Alpitera, his wife and children, will be able to be supported, that is the proper thing to do, that's what's right to do, as opposed to not buying a life insurance policy and just being Semech Ananais, that somehow... Things will be provided for his family in case that he dies. And he says, like we see in the Gemara, that it's Asr to be Nana from Maisa Nisim, and it's Asr for a person to be Saimach on the Nais. The Gemara tells us, Rabbi Yehuda Nasiyah was Geyser, a Tainiz, Boy Rachami, the Loyasa Mitra. He davened that rain should come, and rain did not fall. Amar, he said, Kama Ikam Yishmuel Haramasi, Li Yehuda Ben Gamliel. Look at the difference between Shmuel Haramasi and Yehuda Ben Gamliel which was referring to himself, where Shmuel Aramasi was answered when he asked for rain, and I was not. What was to the generation that ended up with such a situation where I'm the head over here of the Dar, and my Tfilas are not able to bring the rain? The Gemara says, And the rain began to fall. This is very understandable based on what the Guru Sari writes, in Divri Amaschel, Vahaya and Meene Haeda, the Guru Sari says that Kishanim come al Yedei people who have the Mida of Anibus. And therefore, this fits in very well that when Yehuda ben Gamliel was Chal Shadaita, when he was humbled, and that Schus, the rain began to fall. The Gemara tells us further another story with Vayna Siyah, 
Gazer Tanisa Vilay de Hino Reb Yaichanan Vereshlakish. The house of the Nasi was Gazer Atinus, and they did not inform Reb Yaichanan Vereshlakish about it. With Safra de Hino, in the morning of the Tinus itself, they sent a message to Reb Yaichanan Vereshlakish that we were Gazer Atinus for today. Vereshlakish turned to Reb Yaichanan and he asked him, we did not accept upon ourselves the Tainus from the day before. And Lechaira, Rishlakish seems to have been asking Rabbi Yochanan, we should not be obligated to fast. Amalei Rabbi Yochanan replied to Rishlakish, Anan Basrayu Gariran, we are Negro after what the Nasi does, and therefore we do have it as if we were Makabal the Tainus. The Gura Sari, however, writes that we cannot explain the Gemara that Rishlakish was telling Rabbi Yochanan that they should not have an obligation to fast because of the fact that they were not Makabal Tainus from the night before. Because though that is true, the Gemara says previously in the first parak of Tainus that any Tainus we are not Makabal Mibayayim the day before did not have a shame Tainus. He says, however, this cannot be any worse from that which you learned as well in the first parak that if someone travels from a city where they're not fasting, to a city where they are fasting, the din is, nice and Allah makaim we put on him all the chumras of the place where he comes from, and the chumras of the place that he goes to, and since in the place where he's going to, they're fasting, he's mechleif to fast with them. Kol shekein zaktikurasari, Reb Yaechanan and who are living in this place itself where the tzibur is fasting, most definitely would have to fast al tzalacha, uh, when you go to a place, you're makhlev to go with the chumras of the place that you're in. Rather, the Gura Sari explains that what Rishlakish meant to ask Rabbi Yechanan was that since we were not makabal the tainus upon ourselves the day before, granted we must fast because we have the chumras of the place that we came to, but perhaps that's not enough to say that we should say the actual tefillah of tainus, which is said when a person is fasting a regular fast. And he says, perhaps the whole halachah, when you go from a place she'enmis anin, l'makim she'enmis anin, perhaps that is only applicable as far as fasting is concerned. But perhaps in that case as well, one does not go ahead and say the special tefillah satainis. On that, Rabbi Yechudon answered, Reishlakish basrayu geririn. Since we are nigrar after the house of the Nasi, it's as if we ourselves were makabal the tainis min bayayim, and therefore we have to be mispalo the tefillah satainis as well. Or the Gvura Suri says, an alternative approach to explain what Rishlakish meant to ask is that he meant to say that since even Rav Yechel and Rishlakish, who were the Gedele Adar, were not informed about this fast, so Kol Shekein, Mistama, the house of the Nasi, did not tell anybody in the city, who were even less chashev than Rav Yechel and Rishlakish. And therefore, since no one in the city was Makabal the Tainus, and therefore it should not be considered like a Makam Shemis Anin, and perhaps they should not have to fast at all. On that as well, Rikvur Sari says, Rabbi Yaichanan answered Rishlakish that since the house of the Nasi was Makabal Tainus, therefore everyone is Nigrar after the Nasi, and it's as if the entire Tzibor was Makabal Tainus, and therefore they are obligated to fast. The Gemara further tells the story that Rabbi Gazer Tanisa Veloya Samitra, Rabbi was Gazer Tainus, and reigned in Akam, Nachis Kamei Ilfa, Va'amrila Rabbi Ilfi, he said, and the wind began to blow. He began to say, and the rain began to fall. The Tehillah Yaina says from here would be Mashma, that Mashma Ruach and Mayur is like a Bakasha. It's like a request that it should 
rain and it should blow the wind. However, he says that's impossible to say. Because previously, Masech this Tainis on Daf Bezam and Aleph, it's Mashma. The Mashma Ruach is a Shvach and it's not a Bakasha. And he has another question. We cannot say that Mashma Ruach Umar Lageshem is a Bakasha because after all, the din is that Ain Shailim Begimel Brachas Rishainis. The first three Brachas of Shemayna Esrei are set aside as Shvach and one is not supposed to ask a personal Bakasha. So the Tehillah Yaina explains that Bavadai Mashva Ruach Gashem is a Shvach and it's not a Bakasha. However, when he said Mashva Ruach Gashem, he had Kavana that with this the rain should fall, and there's a Kayach in these words to bring down the rain and to cause the wind to blow. He brings down over there that it so is brought down with Shem de Gra, that someone who Rahman Lutzlan has in his household on Shabbos, a Chayla. Someone who is sick, and we know on Shabbos there is no bracha of Rifa'inu. The person instead should be mechavin when he says, during the Shvach on Shemin Asrei, we'd say, is Rifa'inu, he should be mechavin to the Rifu'ah of the Chayla. And even though it's a, doing a Bakasha with Sim on Shabbos, but since it's a Chayluk of the Gimel Brachas Rishainus, and he's not Mephurish asking for Rifei Chaylem, he's just praising Hashem that he's a Rifei Chaylem, and having in mind that Hashem should send a Rafua to his son, so therefore there's no issue of Akashis on Shabbos. However, it's Kedai to point out that in the Sefer of Sha'ar and from Rav Shamshim Pinkas Atzal, he writes in his Hagdama that since Be'ikr, the words of Rifei Chaylem, Mater Asurim, that are said in the Gimel Brachas Rishainus, are really there to be Mishabayach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a person should never lose sight of the fact that when he says, he shouldn't just merely have in mind Hashem be Merapa, the Chayla that's in his house, but rather he should be Mechavin, Raifei Chayim HaKadosh Baruch Hu has this tremendous Maila, that he's Raifei Chayim, Mishabayach HaKadosh Baruch Hu with that Maila, and then as well he can have in mind HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well, with his great Rachmanes, should be Merapa, the Chayla. So the Gemara says that Rebbe asked this Rebbe Ilfa, my Aivdach, what is it that you do that you have this great, great merit that the rain began to fall as soon as you said, Mashavu Ruach, Umayyad Geshem? Amale, he replied to him, that Yarna Bekusta Dechika Dolespe Chamra Delta. I live in a city which all the people in the city are extremely poor and they have no money to, to buy wine for Kiddush and Havdalah. And therefore, Tarachna Vasina Chamra Lukidusha Vavdalta. I'm not tree of myself and I bring wine for Kiddush and Havdalah. Umafkinului Dechavesayu and Almighty everyone in the city with the Kiddush. And the Charles Shuvis Mishkinis Yaakov and Simon Tzadivav brings a ride from this sugya that you see that me Ikaradin, you could be Yaitse the Chavas Kiddush, even not the Makim Suda. Because in this case, the people all would be going home eating in their houses. Now, Filuhaki, he was able to mighty them with the Kiddush. And that is the Shita Rabbeinu Yaina, brought in the Rosh and Parak Ari Psachim as well. And the Alpidus Yisai, the Mishkinis Yaakov, answers the Minig in some shoals that even today they make Kiddush in the shoal, even though it's not the Makim Suda, because when Ikarad didn't want to be Yaitse Kiddush, even Shalai B'Makim Suda. The Gemara tells us further that Rabbah is Geyser Atainis and Bayrachami Veloya Samitra. He said to him, but Rabbi Yehuda, when he would be geyser at Tainus, it used to rain. So Rabbi said back, what should we do? Is it because of the learning? It cannot be that they were bigger in learning than us. We are greater than them in learning. The Bishnei, the Rabbi Yehuda, because in the days of Rabbi Yehuda, 
All the learning was focused on Seder Nezikin. We learn all Shisha Starn. So it cannot be that in learning they are greater than us. So now, the Yavitz points out a fascinating shot. The Gemara Baba Kama on the Falamit on the Bays brings down three opinions. Someone who wants to be a Chassid, what should he do? One opinion is that he should be Isaac and Mili, the Abais, should be Isaac and then Yanim, which it mentions in Pirkei Abais. One opinion is he should be Isaac and Mili, the Brachais. And Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is that a person should be Isaac and Mili, the Nizakin. Should be Isaac, the Alachis, that pertain to Azekis. So the Yavit says, perhaps this is Rabbi Yehuda Lashitasai. Rabbi Yehuda Lashitasai will hold that a person who wants to be a Chassid should be Isaac and Mili, the Nizakin. So therefore, when he had a question of what to focus on, his main focus was dafka on Seydin Izakin. I once heard a beautiful shot in the Pasik. The Pasik says, The stone that the people were mayas in, that they despised, really became the center stone, the cornerstone of the entire edifice. I once heard a shot that if you take the word Evan, the Aleph can stand for Avais, the base stands for brachais, and the nun stands for nizakin. And what the Pasuk means to symbolize is, Evan mo'asla bainim. The Gemara teaches us the three ways a person to become a chassid is either mili the avais, the aleph, mili the brachais, the base, the mili the nizakin, the nun. Evan mo'asla bainim. However, in the world, people are mayas in it. In the general world, this is not something which is looked up at. However, haisa l'reish pina, really it is the cornerstone of a person of becoming a proper person. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara says that Rabbi says, though we are bigger in learning, however, if Yehuda, when we remove one of his shoes, immediately it will begin to rain. However, we scream the whole day, the lake of the Ashkachban, and no one listens to us. Rabbi said, Imishim Uvda, is it because something lacking in our actions? Ika the Chazam, someone knows something about that, they should tell us. But Rabbi came to the conclusion that the reason why this is so is because what should the Gedele Adar do? when their generation is not holding on the proper level. It's interesting to note that a very similar Gemara we find in the third parak of Brachas, that Abayi says over there, how come the original generations, earlier generations, had Nisim happen to them, and it does not happen to us? It cannot be because in learning we are any less than them, if anything we are greater than them in learning. And Abayi had come to the conclusion the reason must be because the original generations were Meiser Nefesh, Akadusha Hashem, as opposed to us. The Gvurus Ari writes, and it must be that Rabbah knew himself that he is on this level of being Meiser Nefesh, Akadusha Hashem. And therefore, Rabbah came to the conclusion that it cannot be because of that, but rather it must be because the Dar is not Daimayafa, the generation is not on the proper level to be Zaycha to the rank. And the Gemara tells us a story that once when there was a Rav in the land, Rabbi Yehuda removed one of his shoes and it began to rain. And he was about to remove the other shoe. And Yohanan came and he said, said, do not remove another shoe. If you remove another shoe, I will destroy the world. And the Karen Ayra understands this to mean that he would have brought so much rain that it would have caused a marble in the world. However, the Karen Ayra's shot is a little bit hard to understand. Because the Gemara in Zvachim teaches us that when it came to the time of Matan Taira, so the Umas Ireland were scared. They heard thunder and lightning that perhaps a Mabel would come on the world. And they came running to Bilam, and Bilam said that no reason for concern. There will be no more Mabel because the Kaddish already had made a Shvua to Nayach 
that there will be no mavel that comes anymore to the world. So if so, the Karen Ayra is on the shot of the Karen Ayra, the Gemara can't mean it'll be Nechrav through a mavel because the Kaddish Baruch already has made a Shvua, it will not bring a mavel anymore. The Gemara tells us a story with Rav Chanina ben Daisa that he was traveling on the road and it began to rain and he said to HaKadosh Baruch the entire world is benachas and Chanina is bitzar and the rain stopped. When he got home he told Hashem the whole world now is bitzar because they have fields but Chanina benachas I'm the only one without any concern Asa Mitra began to rain again. Rabbi Yosef commented after seeing this great power of the tefillah of Rav Chanina ben Daisa that he stopped the entire rainfall when he was on the road what was the power of the tefillah of the Kain Gadol? Where the Kain Gadol was daven, that Kashbarach should not accept the tefillah of the Ivey Drachen when they daven at the range and stop? Against Rechanin and Daisa, there was no match. Rechanin and Daisa had such a Kayachat tefillah. The Tanan, like the Gemara says, we learned in the Mishnah Yuma, I misspelled tefillah Kitar with Beis Achitain, he would daven a small tefillah, the Beis Achitain, and the Chelik of the tefillah was. That it should be a year full of rain. The tefillah of the passerbyers should not come before you. Now, a chelik of the tefillah as well, Rav Achavrei the Rava says, was that the memshal of base Yehuda of David Amalek should always remain in Klal Yisrael. The Karen Ira explains. That the connection over here between the Aliyu Amchi Yisrael Tichun Lispan Zemi Zeh and Le'adi Avid Shultim Bebeis Yehuda is as follows. The Gemara in the beginning of Brachos teaches us that every morning Klal Yisrael would go in, the Chachme Yisrael would go in to David HaMelech and ask, how could Klal Yisrael have Parnassah? Now that David HaMelech would give his answer, they should go out and they should vanquish lands. The Karen Ira explains that the Kayach of Parnassah to Klal Yisrael came through David HaMelech because at midnight he would wake up and be Isaac and Tyre until the early morning and through that Kayach Parnasa came to Klal Yisrael. And therefore the Karen Ayur says today that we do not have Malchus based David anymore. That's why the world is severely lacking in the Yonim of Parnasa. And the Karen Ayur points at another point. that we see that on, on the, the Yom Kippur itself when the Kain Gadol was leaving the Kaidish HaKadashim and he was dominating such a short tefillah and yet his focus was that Klal Yisrael should have Parnassah. The reason being is that without Parnassah, a person cannot properly serve Hashem, and therefore that was a focus of the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur itself. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.